Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is a author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Hi, and welcome to Stance for Health podcast. I'm Dr. Rodney, along with Karen, the Hope Lady, author, longevity coach, and entrepreneur. We're talking about essential fatty acids today. And that word essential is not hyperbole. You need them to be healthy. Absolutely. So we oftentimes think of something as essential as if I get some of it in my diet, I'm okay and I won't be deficient in it. Well, we're here today to talk about that. We're also here to talk about some of the essential vitamins fatty acids among those things that we can't make on our own. Right. So there are certain things that your body can manufacture from raw materials that you put in through your food, but these particular essential fats and fat has gotten such a bad name. It has. When actually your body needs them for proper health. And unfortunately, there is a global omega-3 deficiency. Okay. So those that's one of, there's two major types, omega-6s and omega-3s. Okay. So alert, Doc is going to go into an explanation about the different types of arachidonic acid. Uh, tell us that little bit in-, in uh, The most common omega-6 is arachidonic acid. And the amount, or it's in a, it's in the class of omega sixes, and that is where we in the Western world, in fact, the United States, we have anywhere from fourteen up to upwards to twenty five times the amount that we actually need of that essential fatty acid compared to omega threes. Exactly, and that's so. You do need omega six. You do. You need it. We just don't need it as much as we're getting right now. And that is such an important topic that we're going to devote an entire podcast just to that. But today we're going to be talking about why omega-3s are so important. So there's many different reasons. And let's start with what it does for your heart. Everybody knows that essential basically omega-3s, fatty acids, are are good for a healthy heart. It's actually, anytime you think of nerve transmission, I want you to think fat, good fat, healthy fats. And when you think of the heart, you can also think of sinus rhythm, SA node, AV node, and that's that's nerve transmission. It's the heart muscle itself that fires off through either Purkinje fibers or through those nodes. And though there's a lot of nerve involvement in uh, the heart and heart function. So it's got its own rate 
the heart has its own rate, its own internal rate, but it also has a rate that's regulated by the central nervous system. So what does that have to do with triglyceride levels? Because there has been such a push to go everything non-fat. I, I, I can't say for sure that I know why that's the case, ex- except that's a whole nother topic for discussion too, as to how we got there. And it's actually the, that's been disproven. Exactly. That all of the fats that were taken out in the 60s and 70s, right? and we were told they were bad for you, ends up, guess what? You, you need, need them. them because they give you omega threes. Yes. So it's then they're natural and safe for long term use. It's all about supporting and promoting. That's that's what omega threes do for your heart. And they really a lot of folks don't realize, you know, the brain in, in terms of function is actually sixty percent fat, which is interesting because when you the one of the stats is when you take omega threes, you actually end up reducing your all-cause dementia and mortality by 60%. And guess what? Guess what your your brain is actually made of? Almost 60% fat. What? Yeah. So, so if I'm on a on a reduced fat, all fat, I eliminate all fats in an effort to help my heart, I'm hurting my brain. Yes. But it's also not helping the heart. You're, and you're not, we, we're not going to stop there. So you think about supports healthy brain function, promote and positive mood and well-being. You know, there, we can actually camp on that for a second if you want to. There's a test that you can do that actually shows the ratio between omega-6s and omega-3s. And I mentioned earlier that the average American is anywhere from uh, 14 to 25 times the amount of omega-6s in their diet. Imagine if you have a predominance of omega-6s versus omega-3s, when that ratio is tested, what happens? We talk about a sense of mood and well-being. There's evidence to support that it doesn't just affect your mood, it affects brain function at the when the ratio actually gets four to one or higher starts at four to one your brain function starts to diminish so you can have someone let's say that's a student in fact that was actually where the test was done was at a a chiropractic college and this is this is students that are probably having to live out on a pauper's diet pauper's income right so that can you guess what the average uh, ratio was among chiropractic students in the last five years at, at this particular Ten. chiropractic college? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was more than twice the, uh, the amount when your brain function actually starts to diminish. Wow. Now, the highest was actually a guy that the instructor who was tell, tell, telling us about this said, he pulled somebody aside and it was more than 40 to one. That person, he asked that person point blank, saying, you know, he he didn't like point them out in the middle of class. He just said, ask them, ask them the question. So are you having any suicidal thoughts? Person said, yes, I battle them every day. What about 
anything else? And he says, yeah, I, I, I feel like I have to keep from wanting to kill people every day. Could this be contributing to road rage with the everywhere? Oh, it could. Uh, it may be one of the hidden reasons why we have such high rates of suicide, uh, early death here in the United States for so many reasons. And that's just brain function. This one is so close to my heart because my mom, who is was a health nut, bought into what was sold that you needed to use, and I'm getting a little bit into our next podcast, but needed to use canola, those oils, the seed oils. And unfortunately, it caused the, or was at the root of losing her eyesight. Didn't she? Didn't you say she started having some uh, some brain function? Yes, or brain dysfunction. The dementia, right? And the macular degeneration. Right. And though what is so interesting about the the omega three for the eyes is that, like you said, they're so connected. And I love this because just by having omega-3s, I can have healthier eyes than that. Yes, because it reduces oxidative stress on the cells of the eyes, just like it does the brain, because you're talking about rods and cones and blood flow. Mm -hmm. But what's also interesting about it is I didn't always think of vision as being related to how well the moisture levels were with my eyes. But when I got them tested... And I and I looked at this basal cell carcinoma on my eye. I wanted to go first to a an ophthalmologist to see what they thought it might be. And they said, Well, you need to get that checked out at at a different specialist, you know, get get that looked at. Well, backing up, it was actually on the left eye, and my left eye acuity was actually less. And that was the eye that didn't close properly because of basal cell carcinoma on the eyelid. And so that's what omega-3s actually promote is proper moisture levels and tear duct levels. So here's a suggestion. Instead of constantly putting eye drops in, increase your omega-3s and that will help relieve the redness and the dryness. And we're going to get to what three levels can your body tolerate before you start to get too much of this. And it's not what you think. Most of us think, oh, we don't want to get toxic levels of um, uh, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin, and, and or get too much fish oil, get too much omega-3s. And we'll tell you what those levels, acceptable levels are coming soon. The next one I wanted to ask you about is joint pain, back pain, because recently we had a research study come past your desk that was fascinating regarding this. We get to oftentimes tell our health partners what they can do for themselves outside of the context of getting adjusted because you can't adjust away this problem, this deficiency. What do you think of when you think of the major joint of your back or the joints of your back? Your spine? uh, Of your spine. Yes. Not sure. How about the disc? The heart of that, we believe the study shows that omega-3 deficiency actually points at degeneration or as a major contributor of the degenerative joint disease, specifically the disc. Because that disc needs omega-3s in order to stay at the same thickness. Is that the cushy part in between? It is. It's You've okay. got the 
annular fibers and then the nucleus pulposus. And the nucleus pulposus, that thing that's jelly in the middle, like a jelly-filled donut, we need omega-3s for that, for that, that to stay healthy. Sense. Isn't that something? Yes. yes. Yeah. Then there's another benefit of omega-3s for immunity. How does that work for my immune system? Well, cells are have a what's called a lipid bilayer. In other words, it's uh, two different polarities of fat that are pointed in different directions and they make up the cell wall. So any cell wall basically in the body is made better or will function better. When you're in deficiency, the cells of the body, specifically immune cells that need proper connection and proper cell wall function will function better. And guess what? That's that's the white blood cells. That's the natural immunity of the cell wall itself that helps with connection. And it seems like that omega-3 throughout this whole context of what we're talking about really helps in the repair systems. Yeah. And is natural and safe. No side effects. Yes. And if you want to stimulate or do a good job at, at promoting your own immune function, do this increase your vitamin your vitamin C intake as well as omega 3s and i would say that you'll begin to notice your immune function uh normal physiology being brought back to high levels quicker because your body doesn't make its own vitamin C and doesn't make its own omega 3s either so you got to take them in by either by your, by diet. your diet or supplements yes so you have become Webster certified, and we are so happy to have our little pregnant mamas that come in. So what would you tell a new health partner that was pregnant and you were seeing? First and foremost, if you're not taking a good prenatal or perinatal vitamin, get on that because a lot of times they'll have the omega-3s in there. If it doesn't contain a lot of omega-3s, and we'll get into the amount here toward the end, I don't want a spoiler alert, but let's let's just say it's 500 milligrams at least. And then we then from there you can you can just go higher. So what is so critical about the development of the baby's brain? Is it the similar to what we were talking about? The, if, the host, let's say the mom's brain. Yeah. If, if mom doesn't have it to give, then the baby doesn't have it to develop. Right? Because yes. where's it coming from? Yes. And so we're, we're in an era where the increase of, of attention deficit and and autism and all of these are on an increase. So we just want to encourage any of you that this is something you can do that's going to have good results. And if we look at the history, I'm getting ahead again to this next podcast, but a lot of the increase of the dementia, the macular degeneration, the ADD, and the autism, all of these different things, it's interesting that there started to be a sharp increase as the omega-3s diminished and the omega-6s began to be part of, of everyone's diet, particularly the kids. Moving on to another topic, because we could go digress to that one. What about looking younger, having better skin or hair or nails? How does it affect that? So again, we're talking about 
oxidative stress. It's one of the number one reasons why people look older, or should I say think older or feel older, function older. Degenerative changes can be reversed by taking more of this substance, omega-3s, essential fatty acids. Think about any cell in the body. We're now covering another cell type, uh, which is collagen, and, and it needs omega-3s in order as a substrate in order to make the product, the end product of collagen and skin and nails. And any cell, again, any cell in the body that has has to have this lipid bilayer, fatty layer, is made better by taking increased fatty acids and namely omega-3s. So fountain of youth, so many people are spending, so many women in particular are spending a fortune on the creams they put outside when they're neglecting the omega-3s that they would take and say, oh, that's too expensive. And actually, it is the most effective way to have that skin that has that healthy glow. And I would go so far as to say that if you're taking collagen, more power to you, that's great. What if you took college, increased your collagen intake and all the other essentials that go along with it? In other words, we oftentimes think about omega-3s by themselves, but in order to get the most out of them, let's say that we have vitamins that will actually help us get more out of our omega-3s as well as our collagen. So collagen, omega-3s, and uh, supportive Again, getting back to the the multivitamins so that you can get more out of your omega-3s and your collagen. That's so good. What about for overall fitness? I'm going to get in shape. I want to run. I want to walk. Whatever I want to do. How does the omega-3 fit into that picture? That was one of the funny things that growing up, I thought, well, if when I work out in my body, it's it's strictly a muscle issue. And it is but it's actually more about recovery than it is the workout because anybody can work out. It's a matter of getting the rest and helping your body deal with stress, oxidative stress. In other words, when you over, when you exert your body, it tears it down and then it builds itself back up because it's responding to stress. And so what helps you deal with oxidative stress or bounce back even faster? You guessed it. Omega-3s. And it also helps that lung function and promotes the blood flow like we've talked about earlier. So that oxygen gets there to replenish all of those cells that are broken down. Yeah, it's like a catalyst. Yeah. So if you're an enthusiast, if you like to work out, then my goodness, we're going to get into some actual amounts. What is enough? How much is enough of this omega-3 just to avoid deficiency? The two major subgroups of omega-3s are DHA and EPA, long, hard words. And if you practice them, you'll get real good at it, but they're DHA and EPA. And we we don't want to bore you with the pronunciation of them right now, but just when you get a blood test, you can actually see how much DHA and and EPA you have. A percentage-wise number, just make a number, just make a an expression out of it when you get your blood test. That way you'll be able to tell how much that you have compared to, say, arachidonic acid. You'll usually find that arachidonic acid is much higher. Yes. So how much of this do we need to take in? Just for proactive, or I should say, just to avoid deficiency. 
What do you think? Take well, you mentioned it already. You, oh, we did. Spoiler alert. You said 500. Straight back to that. What if we doubled that? I think that would be very proactive. That's exactly proactive support. We get a gram of it. Now, we actually have what's called a, a, a two-gram challenge, and that gets into high-intensity support. That's the bare minimum for high-intensity support, two grams. We call it the two-gram challenge. We have Love a it. pretest. We have the amount that you need in order to get what you need out of uh, the best, uh, what I believe in terms of omega-3s out there, the fish oil that comes from Nordic Naturals, just a plug free plug for them. We, we think pretty highly of their research and the product itself. We've gotten some great results. Upwards yeah. to four grams, double that. So we do want to say, repeat what Nordic Natural says. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and these products are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure, or prevent any disease. In essence, what we're really saying is this is going to promote normal physiology in your body yes. faster. What does it take to get there and keep yourself there? Anywhere from 500 milligrams upwards to four grams of omega-3 essential fatty acids. That's DHA and EPA. I'm sitting here with the Hope Lady, and we are sitting here today about to stand up and take our stance yes. for health, encouraging you to do the same with omega-3s. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for joining us at Stance for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.